I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to The Mentor, I'm Mark Boris. Colin Daniels, welcome to The Mentor, mate. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here and it's a pleasure to uh, meet you, Mark. Thank you. I, uh, so you're the Managing Director, MD as they call them, of South by Southwest. Um, that's Australia, right? I'm presuming Australia. Does this yes. include New Zealand and other places or just Oz? Well, it's technically only South by Southwest Sydney by name. Our aim is that it's South by Southwest Asia Pacific. Let's go back to early in your career. Who were you? What were you doing back early in the early days? Oh, if you want to go all the way back, uh, I started out as a DJ. I was DJing in nightclubs in Melbourne. And from there, I moved into becoming a talent scout for Michael Gadinsky and Mushroom Records for the first uh, 10 years of my career. And I uh, worked in Sydney and then we went over to set up Mushroom Records in London and I did all their pop A&R. Uh, came back to Australia and I was head of A&R, which is like head talent scout for EMI Records here in Australia for three or four years. And then I went back to Europe to be the director of A&R for EMI across all of Europe. Then I came back to Australia and we started uh, a group of companies around music distribution, events, um agencies, many other parts to the music puzzle. And we did that for 15 years. Uh, We sold that business to a global corporation in the music industry, which required me to move to Los Angeles to uh, run America and APAC for them for a number of years. Uh, I came back to Australia, uh, have a concert, uh, have for a long time, a a concert touring business called Handsome Tours, uh, which I co-founded with Mark Dodds, who now runs it as managing director, we tour everyone from Kid Leroy to Bonnevere to many, many artists in Australia. And we partnered um, with TEG Ticketek on that, which is how I met Jeff Jones, the CEO of TEG, who had acquired together with uh, Destination New South Wales and the New South Wales government had uh, acquired the rights to present South by Southwest in this part of the world. You hit on a lot of very important um, ingredients in let's call it entertainment, music and event industry, particularly here in New South Wales, hit upon a lot of big names, a lot of big organisations <laughs> and uh, and everybody, and you may sound like very easy, very simple, being a DJ, there's a lot of young people today who'd love to be a DJ. Well, they probably are DJs, but they'd love to be able to make a career out of it. 
the period you're talking about, what was that period? Like, are we talking about the 90s? When are we talking about? Late 80s and early 90s. Right, okay. That's sort of pretty ahead of your time to some extent. I mean, were you able to feed yourself? Not, I mean, you don't have the private jets that some of these DJs have today and houses in Ibiza. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you don't do two-hour sets. Back then you would DJ for, you know, six, seven hours and, yeah, you got your $500 and, uh, um, you know, but what it taught me right from the beginning is, is how you entertain people and Importantly, how you read an audience, where you can see when uh, people might not be into a song, you can see when they react to music. You can, and you also saw saw what made people happy. That's very interesting. So you, you're sort of reading the room. It's it's a little bit of crowd control gamesmanship to some extent. Um, you're up there spinning around and <laughs> um, and younger than you were than you are today, of course. Probably a lot more energetic. But it's sort of a high-voltage environment too. Like, I, mean, I don't know what it was like when you were doing it, but like when I see them, it looks like a fairly high-voltage environment. What I mean by that is there's a lot of energy. How did you used to approach it and how did you prepare yourself for that energy? Well, I think the biggest dopamine hit is watching people be entertained, watching people happy. Yeah. And also they don't just come to be entertained, and this is an important part that I've taken all through my career in the events industry and particularly South by Southwest. One of the reasons people go out or one of the main reasons is connection and community. They're not going just to be entertained. They're going to catch up with friends. They're going to meet new friends. They also want to feel part of something. And community is very important in the events industry. You want to feel like you're part of something. Do you divorce that or can you separate that from, let's call it networking? Well, networking is, you know, it comes with a transactional friendship, isn't it? It's about you wanting to meet someone um, for a reason around your business or your own personal growth, whereas community is more about uh, inspiration and about um, connection in yourself. And the good thing about South by Southwest is that it's both. Some I've been to South by Southwest 19 times. The first year I went was 1997. I have lifelong friends now that I've made through connections at being at South by Southwest and some of them in the most craziest places from standing in a line outside for a venue for an hour, getting talking to, you know, someone through to networking events for sure, um, through to sitting next to someone at a conference session or standing next to someone at a bar. It's that connection. It needs to be authentic and organic And that's what South by Southwest provides. And we looked at that all the way through our thinking about why do you have an event that is still successful, that is 36 years old, that people take holidays and pay for themselves to go in to effectively what could be called a work conference. <laughs> like, And it is that connection and community that makes South by Southwest what it is. I mean, what is it that 
South by Southwest, the, the movement elicits from people to get them to be so open. I mean, what's the magic? What's the what's the pill? What's the the magic dust that you sprinkle over everybody and you put them into a trance sort of thing? Because because I know a lot of people who go right, a lot of people excited about the event coming up. Okay, and. Some of these people I know, like if you put them in an office environment, like my office environment, not necessarily this business, but other businesses I have, they would hardly even talk to each other. <laughs> and they see each other every day. They'd, they'd always want off and get a coffee or go and have a cigarette on their own mm. um, or a vape. <laughs> um, and if we put a work event on, a lot of times they, oh, I can't make it, you know. But then South by Southwest turns up and everybody's, as you say, uh, booking annual leave. And yeah. what's the magic dust? I mean, where the hell does it come from? Or is it just reputational? No, I think that somebody once said to me that South by Southwest, the best way to explain it is that it's like a trade event with the vibe of Glastonbury. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's exciting and it's disarming. It's you do, you know, when you're in a social environment and it, it doesn't become a work event. It's one of the key ingredients of South by Southwest. And there's a lot of serious things that happen at South by Southwest. There's a lot of very challenging topics in the conference. There's a lot, you are there to do business, but it's fun. It is so much fun. And that is one of the biggest differences. The first year I went and you land and there's music playing in the airport. There's bands playing in the actual airport terminal. And you turn up and it's it's like Disneyland for the creative industries. It's just like every day like you land and you just open the schedule and you go, oh, my, I've got like nine things to choose to go to right now. And that's the other good part about South by Southwest is you have options. It's not like there's everybody has to go to this one networking event tonight. It's like, oh, well, we're going to pop into the Screen Festival opening party. Then we're going to go to the VC Founders drinks. And then actually then we're going to pop into Soho House that are taking over the old Clare Hotel for the week. Then we're going to go and uh, have a quick drink at Tumbalong Park at Channel 7 House or next to that, Commonwealth Bank's three-storey AI house they're building, or next door to that, the Porsche two-storey activation with a bar overlooking. It's like there's so many options at every moment to do something and you find your space and everything inspires you as you go along. Well, obviously we've gone through COVID, et cetera, so Sydney's wide open for this sort of stuff. I mean, you, you see how heavily populated Vivid, Vivid is in Sydney. We used to have the um, festival at the end of the year. We don't sort of have the um, big festivals in Sydney anymore. I mean, Leo Schofield used to run it here for many years. Um, and we've lost a few of those, let's call them impresario-type individuals um, because they got older and they've basically retired. Do you think that someone like yourself, uh, are you filling that gap, do you think? The number one thing that I see myself is that I'm a custodian of a brand that's 37 years old and we have a responsibility to stage South by Southwest in the Asia-Pacific region. And firstly, about what the DNA of what South by Southwest is. Yeah, let's talk about that. So when I first got the role, 
I was on my own for a few months because it was like the world's best kept secret. And I was walking around Sydney and for a few months I'm like, how do we replicate Austin, Texas? And then it hit me, Mark, we're not replicating Austin, Texas. We are replicating the DNA of South by Southwest, right? If you look at it like, probably not the best example, but the example that I can think of right now, right? You look at the Grand Prix. So the Grand Prix is the same DNA worldwide, right? You know what the Grand Prix is and you know what you're expecting. But the culture and vibe of the Melbourne Grand Prix is different to the Monaco Grand Prix, right? So that's the same thing. We're replicating the DNA of South by Southwest, but celebrating. We're celebrating, you know, both Sydney's beauty and what it has for sure. But more importantly is we're showing off its culture and its creativity because that's the most important part of Sydney that I love. Sydney is a great place to live. Sydney, I believe I saw this stat, Mark, that we are the number one per capita unicorn factory in the world. Wow. Right? You look at what comes out of not just Sydney, but Australia and the Asia Pacific region. I believe we're the fourth or fifth largest repertoire source in the world for Western music. Right? Now, on top of that, look at our films. Look at our film stars, right? But it's not just about film stars, which is why our film festival is actually called a screen festival. The two most viewed Australians on screens worldwide are not film stars. They're both on YouTube. So, you know, one I believe is a yoga um, from Adelaide. Um, but this, it just shows the depth of the creative talent that we have in our country, the innovation and the tech, right? This is our coming out party. We're going to show the world and we already doing certain, but you know, it's great. Canva globally, Atlassian, right? But we've got so, so much more. You look at what the University of New South Wales is doing with the micro factories around recycling that can be put in small towns, in villages, right? You look at all the things. We're one of the leading countries in the world for robotics. Like, and that's what our tech and innovation expo is going to show off, right? And this is what this is about. We're not here to show off Bondi Beach or the harbour, the harbour bridge. We're here to show the depth of the creativity and culture that our country has because it's insane. South by Southwest is really to showcase Australia's DNA when it comes to these business, these business activities or these activities generally. That's you're showcasing our DNA. If I just go back to how you were the day you got the job, the gig, what was the feeling like when you got the appointment? Imagine if you've gone to the Grand Prix your whole life. And, and I've been to many of them. There, there you go, Mark. And then you get a phone call saying, we need you to run the Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that would have, that, I would have loved that. I've, I've seen the Monaco Grand Prix at least uh, maybe 10 times. Yeah, wow. In Monaco. 
Oh, great. And there's nothing, there's nothing like it. Yeah. It's very special. And what is it that makes it special? Um, for me, it's the vibe that I get okay. there. It's the vibe. I mean, it's an amazing vibe. I used to like staying at the uh, Lowe's Hotel. The cars used to sort of go underneath the, the tunnel there, yeah. underneath the, the overpass, whatever you call it. And uh, But it was the vibe of the people who arrived. I mean, yeah. so I could be at Monaco before that and the vibe wouldn't be there. But as soon as it was on, the, the vibe was on and there was people coming with fancy cars, parking out the front of the, the Lowe's Hotel and, you know, like everybody was com- they're coming in from Italy and they're coming yeah. in from Switzerland. They're coming from everywhere around the world. It was just unbelievable. The place sort of um, pumped up. It, it lit up. It was like. It was and everything. Everyone was open. Everybody was energetic. Everybody was pretty happy. Of mm. course, lots of people making money um, because you know shops are full. But you got this buzz and adrenaline, hundred oh, percent. Right? And you're feeling like you need to be there, right? You're feeling like this is a moment, right? I felt like I, I was meant to be there. Correct. I, I, I feel like I belong there. Great. And now, I, now you know how I feel every single year I land at Austin, Texas. Wow. Right, because that is what. South by Southwest does. And that is that disarming nature. And you're explaining it there about you going to the Monaco Grand Prix. You were probably more social and open to people. If I'd come up to you at the Monaco Grand Prix and went, oh, Mark, I've always wanted to meet you. You're oh, great. You, you know, you're oh, great to meet you too, right? Yeah, I'm much more open. You're much more open, right? And disarmed and you're, you're, you, you know, you're vibed, you're inspired, you've got adrenaline. I always you, get a bit loose too. I don't, I don't mean in a bad way, but I loosen up a bit. I lose my grip on myself. There you go, right? I'll, I'll quickly tell you a very quick story. One year, I think it was 1986, the Monaco Grand Prix was on in May that year. It was usually around that period anyway. And um, some Aussies came and I didn't expect them, but I knew these guys and they're a bit older than me. And they said to me, we're going to um, one of those auction events where you buy, you bid for the drivers. Right. And um, they said, do you want to be in it? And I said, oh, how much? It was 10 grand. It was a lot of money to me then. And uh, I said, okay. So I went into the the auction we bought in those days. It's not around these days, but we bought it in Senna. And uh, and I wouldn't, this is something, I don't bet, I don't get but This is something I would never do. But I was open to the idea. And uh, and I became quite close to this group of guys. They went to the the uh, Calcutta night. It was mm. a Calcutta night. I didn't go, but they had my permission to use my money, some of my money to bid with them. We all were in the pretty much the same category, and we bought it and he won it. And uh, we 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 got a lot of money. We made, it's more money than I, than mm. I, I I would never expect something like this. But if you put me outside of that Grand Prix event and vibe, I would never do this. If you yeah. said to me, Mark, well, let's, we're going to put a little group together, we're going to go to the Melbourne Cup, we're going to buy whatever, and in a Calcutta, I said, ah, not interested, Colin. Thanks, mate. I'm out. I'm out. But that whole thing just sort of tickled me, and uh, it may be nearly a little bit fanciful and um, and uh, uh, a bit dreamy. Yeah, I don't mean in a bad way, um, but still, and not 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 in an irresponsible way, but in a in a fairly good way, but more relaxed than I would ordinarily do. And I took a risk. Hmm. Now, I took a risk to do something with these guys. And as a result of that, we became great mates. We're still, most of us, those of which are still alive, I'm still friendly with. I'm still mates. And you, you and this is an event where I've hmm. had lifelong friendships as a result of that. And, and that's what you're talking about. And I've never really thought about this. And actually what's really important to me today, meeting you and talking about this, is it's making me think about, importance of community. And only this morning I was talking to someone this morning about, 
you know, social media, which has a place, don't worry, it's important. But that ability to connect with somebody, like I'm connecting with you today, yeah. that ability to talk to someone and to get my um, imagination going. Mm. Because social media feeds me my imagination. It already works out very quickly. It says, well, yes. this is what Mark likes yes. and uh, I'm going to tell him what he likes. I'm mm-hmm. going to keep feeding him what he likes. Whereas this conversation is not that and you're not using any AI to – you are, but you're not using any AI to sort of analyse it before you walk in the door. Oh, you don't know. that um, I, This might not be me yet. You don't. <laughs> well, this, this could be your uh, the vision of you. It's not yeah. you, but hopefully I'm doing what I do. But 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 it's 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 listening to my own imagination to think about things. And if that's what mm. South by Southwest's DNA is in yeah. a, an Australian version of it, that's extraordinarily powerful. I can now see why people are dying to get there. Mm. I mean, can I let you in on a little secret? Please, that's going please to excite you. Um, we haven't announced it yet. So this is top secret. Oh, it doesn't matter. I think we're probably announcing it this week anyway. Um, we've got the creator and producer of Drive to Survive coming down. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when are you going to announce that? Because you just announced it, by the way. I just <laughs> announced it. Yeah. yeah. Well, take me through that. So why are you guys really excited about it? What do you think that's going to bring to the to the, uh, the whole show? South by Southwest is about the future and it's about discovery. Right. And what's interesting and one of the topics that we've got based around sport and why we have it as a screen festival, because the democratization of screens and, um, you know, I, I don't. As in devices, you mean? Yeah, devices. Yeah. Well put. Um, you know, I, I, I certainly don't say to my kids, oi, get off your cinema. <laughs> it's yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a great example of the convergence. And that's what South by Southwest has is all this convergence where you've got, you've opened up the world of the Grand Prix, Right onto the screen and turned it into a secondary form of entertainment and content business outside of what the race is. You know, it's an interesting, it's a great story and you're seeing it replicated all the time now, right? But it just shows the depth. I remember, you know, I, I love golf and I watched the golf equivalent and I didn't realize that these golfers had personalities. <laughs> you know, it's um, it was incredible. The concept of convergence. Yeah, educate me, please, a little bit about what you mean when you talk about convergence. Convergence at South by Southwest is that there's so many different things from different industries and pillars going on at once and that convergence. So traditionally, if you went to, say, a music industry conference, 90% of the panellists are all from the music industry, right? And 90% of the audience is from the music industry. So a lot of the times you're not actually learning much or getting inspired by much, right? They're all talking to themselves about the same stuff. They're all talking about the same stuff. But like, like take, for instance, if you had, um, you know, there's a lot of discussion and so there should be, you know, around DEI in the creative industries, right? Now, but the ability of South by Southwest is that you could have a panel with somebody from the gaming industry, the tech industry, the screen industry, the music industry, and... You, and also the advertising and marketing industry because they are our number two um, attendee. 
Now, then you start to see everyone talking about different experiences um, and then they, you know, they talk with each other about their learnings and about, and then the audience sees that. That's what's important and it's that convergence is that, you know, you might be in the gaming industry but you're going to a party or a networking event for the film industry and at that networking event is a new artist playing and in standing in front of the new artist is a tech unicorn next to someone who has a startup. That's the convergence of South by Southwest that creates that. Yeah, so you're really um, someone who provides a platform, um, encourages on the platform convergence of all sorts of industries. So South by Southwest is saying, we've got the platform, we're the convener, we welcome all players and we encourage all players, both audiences and uh, the technicians or the creators. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's pretty cool. We, and it's very important because we talk about this a lot um, within the team, we provide the stage. How you turn up, whether it be you personally or as a brand or an organisation or an artist, you're only limited by your imagination about what you want to do. And that is what South by Southwest is. And that's where you'll see some really crazy things. And, and, and my imagination is running wild. Um, Excellent. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm back from the break. I'm here with the managing director of uh, South by Southwest Asia, Asia Pack, and um, we are talking about all things South by Southwest. We're getting into a fair bit of detail, but it's pretty cool. I, I find it extremely interesting. In the first half, we sort of talked mostly about uh, the concepts and you know the the attraction of South by Southwest as a platform, both for presenters and uh, audiences whether they be whatever they're there for, whatever the reason they're there for, all of these things are encouraged. But in terms of um, delivery, which is what you've got to do, um, what's a team look like? What, what are we talking about? Are we talking about hundreds of people? What are we looking at here? Is a massive team here in Australia? I mean, I'm, and how long have you been planning this for? It's been planned for a long time. It was a secret for a very long time. Um, the team is 
yeah, quite large. There'll be over a thousand volunteers. You're talking about an event that's more than 30 separate venues across the last count was 178 different spaces, right? With more than 1,000 events and sessions and experiences in seven days and nights. And before we went on, I showed you just the conference schedule, Mark, um, and that draft of it, which goes live on September 18. And that's 478 conference sessions. Wow. Right. We will be sport for choice as an audience, that is, to say uh, sport for choice. Putting the, putting the event together, in other words, working out the viability and putting all the parts to it, who else is involved? I mean, obviously, you've got to get the New South Wales government involved. That's really important. So just, just take me through that process because how do you, how do you approach government? And, and did you start this whole process five years ago, three years ago? Like, what, what's it look like? Before my time, Mark. Before, serious? Yes. No. Yes. I, I, was, uh, uh, I was brought in to be the managing director of South by Southwest after – um, the deal was done. Wow. Yeah. So how, how long are we talking about now? How, how many? How many it, it had been going on for a, a long time. And, you know, it was, um, um, you know, TEG and Jeff Jones at TEG um, and Steve Cox and the Destination New South Wales team and the New South Wales government that passionately, um, you know, got together and originally um, in the very beginning, there was a lot of support from um, the Cochrans as well, um, Thea Cochran, who was very, very passionate about South by Southwest. And, um, and South by Southwest themselves wanted to have a second event six months apart from Austin um, in a different part of the world. Did they choose Sydney? They did. Or does Sydney bid for it, so to oh, speak? Oh, well, it's a, it's a little bit of both. And, you know, it, it's, um, you know, success has many owners. Yeah, yeah. And it, if you highlight who got this event to Sydney, you know, I think the, the support around the New South Wales government and destination New South Wales um, were, were driving this and driving the point around the culture and why Sydney. Right. And I get asked a lot, why Sydney? Yeah, I was about to ask you. And my first reaction is, well, why not? <laughs> it's yeah. like, but, but. That's very Socratic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm proud of this city. Yeah. And I'm proud of Australia. Um, we, you know, Sydney is a diverse and multicultural city and it is a hub and it is almost, we're like, you know, we can be this. Um, part connector, right, where you can bring in all of Asia-Pacific and you can bring in, you know, North America, South America, and you can bring in Europe, et cetera. And how I explain this is to people is that the goal of South by Southwest, Sydney, if you are from the Asia-Pacific region and you want the world to know what you've got or if you're from the rest of the world, and you want to do business with the creative industries in the Asia-Pacific region, just come to South by Southwest Sydney for seven days every year and that's going to kick it off for you. Will this be yearly? Absolutely. Yeah, so this is going to be an annual event? Annual event every October for wow. a minimum of the next five years. Wow. It's actually a 10-year contract. 
Oh, oh, really? Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. It's fantastic. This is not like a one-off. Oh, no. This, this is not a trial. No, this is an investment in our creative tech and innovation industries. So can you just quickly explain to those who might be listening to this who TG is, and you and I know who they are, but like what are we talking about here because that's the mob behind South by Southwest. T- TEG is the producer of South by Southwest. Yep. Yeah, so um, maybe explain who TEG is. Ah, TEG, uh, we are the largest live events um, business. There's something on 365 days a year somewhere in Australia that's uh, produced by TEG. So they've got their fingerprints all over. They're a massive organisation. Yes, but a very experienced organisation that um, has been doing um, events at a major scale for many years. They're based here in Sydney, but a global organisation. We yep. couldn't put this event on without them. And when you talk about um, the team at South by Southwest, that includes the whole TEG team globally. Globally, wow. Mm-hmm. And, and, and of course, I mean, I'm not here to, you know, plug anyone in particular, but these things do have sponsors. And I think it's, to be frank with you, I think it's only fair that we talk about sponsorship. Like you do have sponsors in these environments and someone's got to make some money out of this or, or at least, you know, not lose money. <laughs> um, what do you do in terms of sponsorship and how do you, how do you approach sponsorship? It's about the message. Right. Usually people that, uh, brands that want to get in um, the earliest are the ones that need it the most. Um, With the brands involved with South by Southwest, we've been very adamant that is, what is your message? Is it a, it's a message to the future. It's a message about discovery. It's a message about innovation and creativity because that's what South by Southwest is. It's about discovery and innovation. Can you give me any insight into someone who might be in a really exciting you that's going to come? Like not as an audience but as a, let's call it a presenter. Oh, one of my favourites, uh, well, the most requested speaker on social media for South by Southwest Sydney is Amy Webb. And let's talk a little bit about Amy. So Amy Webb, uh, the Future of Today Institute. Amy Webb uh, produces each year the Future Trends Re- Report, which you can download. Amy was named by Forbes in the top five women changing the world. Amy, if you want to get a great idea of Amy talking, you can go onto South by Southwest's YouTube channel and see her keynote from 2022, where Amy is talking about AI and talking about what's coming and talking about um, optimistic and pessimistic, um, you know, uh, conversations around AI. And it really promotes you to think. Um, but it gives an example. Uh, you know, Amy was talking about that AI now can predict your mood and personality based on learning from photographs of you and and um, being able to look at you right now and go, oh, Mark's in a bad mood. But then Amy swaps and shows a mocked up ad of a makeup company going, you know, 
the new makeup with anti-AI, you know, covering. You know, yeah, <laughs> trick, uh, trick, 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 AI. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's a way now that um, you you can detect, um, you know, who you are, identify who you are by um, your heart, your heartbeat, right? And so then. Amy talks about that, but then again, Amy goes and shows an ad for a new jacket that hides your, you know. Of course, no, Amy's uh, spot on in terms of her 2022 address. Oh, no doubt it was in Austin, but mm-hmm. 2022 address because look at look at 2023. We don't stop talking about AI. Yeah. It's everywhere. Um, in fact, it's, it's nearly killing me. I've heard it. <laughs> I mean, the words and being used so often in ChatGPT and all that other stuff that OpenAI AI has has developed. Um, it's nearly become um, de rigueur in, in mm. terms of running a business. Even like you, mm. you're if you don't even address it. To some extent, you might be looked as looked at as being um, uh, irresponsible in relation to your business because you're not addressing the power of AI. You got to you got to yeah. book into that one. You got to make yeah. sure you're around for that one. We have many sessions across all the pillars of South by Southwest around AI because what do what do you want to know? Is it going to take my job? What do I need to teach my kids about AI already? Is it going to take over the world? How is it going to benefit me? How is it going to benefit my business? So it's not just Amy. There's other oh, other tenants to this. So many. Yeah. So you know. a bit of advice here, Colin. So let's say I'm someone who wants to go. I am. I'm, I'm going yep. to be going anyway. But like, I, I'm, I'm a potential audience member. What should I be doing now? Firstly... Sign up to our mailing list, visit the website, look and understand what South by Southwest is because it's a different event, right? There's no gates to get in. It's throughout the precinct, which is from Darling Harbour, Haymarket, all around Tech Central, Broadway. You know, there's nighttime and daytime, right? Explore what we've got going on. Uh, The week of September 18th, the full schedule is going to be up on the website. Now that's every film, every XR, the exhibitors from the expo, all 400 odd conference sessions, all 300 plus artist performances, right? All the tech and innovation events, Startup Village in the expo, which is completely sold out is all new startups on the discovery stage talking about, you know, we've got startup pitch mark and and um I would really love it if you could come and sit in and and, oh, and, and vote and yeah, totally. it's like Shark Tank. Yeah. Now But we're nicer. But not much nicer. <laughs> but to put it into context, startup pitch in Austin has been going Austin, Texas, has been going for nine years across all the startups that have pitched the Total uh, capital raising across nine years has been more than fourteen billion dollars. Jesus, right? Wow, that those companies have gone on to raise. It might not yeah, happen yeah. there, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. but that's how important. But- right? Twitter's coming out party was at South by Southwest. They'd launched just before it, but no one really knew what it was. So they had screens up 
all through the event with the live Twitter feeds and people were in the conferences tweeting and that was its complete explosion. 4,000 media attend South by Southwest every year, right, in Austin, Texas. Everyone saw that and that, you know. That blew it up. It blew it up. Uber, Pinterest, right, all these brands that launched at South by Southwest or had their coming out party there from the film industry, the screen industry, everything, you know, the Oscar winner, everything, everywhere, all at once. Its premiere was at South by Southwest. Wow. Billie Eilish played at South by Southwest at 14 years old, unsigned. Our head of music, Claire Collins, was at that show. I saw Mumford and Sons unsigned. Another, but also at the other end, I saw Metallica do an unannounced surprise gig for fifteen hundred people outdoors. Right, that like the craziness of, you know, all these things that happen. This sounds like something that's going to be an amazing. Just totally amazing. I'm so glad you came in to talk to me about it because I've learned a lot about it myself. I mean, I was going, as you know, but I'm I'm really excited. I mean, I'd love to sit around, like we talk about one or two minute pitches from people, the, 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 yes, the pitch the event. Yes, the startup yeah, pitch. Yeah. So that would be unbelievable. Yeah, and so it's judged and there's a winner, mm. right, and there's multiple categories. Have you got investors watching this stuff? We So the judge, the audience and the judges, you have all the top VCs, yep. not just from Australia. We've got VCs coming. Um, you've got all the industry influences across tech and tech industry. You've got tech industry as itself, and you've got media, and they're all in the room to watch these. That's pitches. cool. I'm but, I'm going to that one for Mark, sure. We want you to judge. It. <laughs> I will definitely judge, but I, I'm dying to go to that one because yeah, yeah. I because I haven't been in one of those sorts of things for a long, mm. long time. I mean, mm. the last one I went to was when I actually helped Uber launch here in Australia in Sydney, at least. Mm. And um, we did this thing called the Uber Pitch. I did it for Uber. Mm. And uh, it was an amazing event. I had so much fun. Um, I, uh, people had to come pitch to me in yeah. the back of an Uber. They had to book an Uber and they had to pitch to me. They had seven minutes to pitch me and I had to give them seven minutes of feedback. And uh, me and Daniel Peacher was another one. There's a few of us did it. I, I got a, a group of six guys to help me and girls. And uh, within the first hour of announcing we had 10,000 requests into Uber for it to be picked up in Sydney. 10,000. Wow. We had to stop. We, only, we, only got, <laughs> we only got through maybe 100 in the day. Mm. We never expected this to happen. Um, it blew up and it, it was so exciting. So pitching, people would love the opportunity to pitch to someone and, uh, and, and you know, seven minutes was too long as it turned out, but like a minute or two is probably enough. Mm. But the, the excitement and um, the, the, um, sort of how grateful people are have the opportunity to do this in front of big audiences, particularly the sorts of audiences you're talking about, media, investors, mm. consumers, people with great ideas, you know, specialists, engineers, whatever, um, you know, because, you know, the engineer's sitting there and they hear you pitch something and you need something to develop. The next thing you know, the engineer comes and talks to you and says, listen, I can help you, oh, I could be your dev. I could do your develop, develop, mm, development correct. for you if you like. And there might be a PR person standing yep. up and they say, listen, you need to get some PR. And there might be a media person there who's writing about AI and your thing might be on, you know, engineering around AI. And they might say, look, I'd like to do an, um, an article in the conversation, for example. It could be ABC or something like that. Mm. Th this is really cool. It's so cool. I can't wait. I can't wait. But here's the best news. The winner gets a guaranteed slot to do the pitch at South by Southwest in Austin next year. Whoa. Now, 
not as part of the competition because they've already won. They get to do their pitch at the awards ceremony. Wow. In front of everyone announcing the winner in Austin. This is huge. This gives a global platform for the winner of South by Southwest Sydney pitch. So... I really look, Colin. I guess on behalf of anyone who's going to attend this, either look in network or be just be part of the community or just enjoy the day and the, or the days and the time and the fun and all the people that you're getting you're bringing in to speak and just just getting into the vibe. I think what I think Sydney wants to say thank you very much for this and but to all your team. You know, success is often built upon the broad shoulders of others, as you yes. said earlier. Um, but this is going to be really exciting. I can't wait. Colin Daniels, MD of South by Southwest Asia Pack. Sydney. South by Southwest Sydney. Sydney. Focusing on the Asia Pack Okay, region. Sydney and <laughs> focusing on Asia Pack. Thanks very much. This has been awesome. Thanks, Mark. Loved it. See you there. Sure will. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Mentor with Mark Boris. Audio and production is by Jessica Smalley. Production assistance, Simon McDermott. This is a mentored podcast.